This is episode 104 of the Prepper Website Podcast. Today we have the second part of the interview with Mark Goodwin of PrepperRecon.com. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast normally is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily aggregator of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the Prepper Website Podcast. Dot com. Yeah, a little bit different format uh, yesterday and today. So I'm, I hope you are enjoying the the interview. This is the uh, uh, this is new for us or new for me. So haven't done one like this before. So uh, I do appreciate the feedback. Ray over on the Facebook group said that he'd really enjoy the first half of the interview. So uh, Ray, I hope you enjoy the second half. Uh, that's coming up here in just a minute. Hey, we received another inter- uh, another review on iTunes. Uh, Stephen over there left uh, a review. Really appreciate that, Stephen. He said, uh, Todd brings together a vast array of knowledge from many sites and pre- presents it along with great commentary. If you're looking for prepped wisdom, it's here. Go back into the archives and listen to every show. So, Stephen, I really do appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Thanks so much for doing that. Uh, uh, the reviews just... They they help so much to get the message out there. Hey, I, I do want to say that there are there's still space uh, for the the sun oven webinar, learning how to cook with the sun. Uh, emailed Paul today, and I was like, Paul, you know, how many spots do you have? You know, I just want to make sure, and uh, you, we don't run out. And and uh, he said no, he had thousands of spots, so everyone can get a space. So I'm really glad to to hear that. So uh, don't forget to register. I'm also putting that up on Prepper website. Uh, uh, well, on the Wednesday Wednesday evening, and so it'll be there for the rest of the week. So go do that. I look forward to uh, seeing you on the webinar on uh, next Tuesday. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get to the second part of the interview with Mark Goodwin. Here we go. Because they, they've had their butts handed to them a couple of different times on some of these protests, and they didn't like the way that felt. So, you know, like you said, they are gearing up with uh, – with weapons and ammo and training and uh, man, who, you know, that you think, do you think we ha- we're headed for a civil war? It's baked in the cake. There's no way around it. The, mm. the, the thing, the, the, the question is, is who's going to be in office when it happens? You know, okay. yeah. if it's Trump, then uh, I, I don't think they're going to pull anything when Trump's in office because he'll send in the National Guard or whoever and and, and just stomp it out like a like a, a piece of paper that's smoldering. If it's Bernie Sanders, if it's you know Bernie Sanders 2.0 in the next election, who I think we're going to end up with to be our president. Whatever his name is, it won't be Bernie Sanders 2.0, but it's going to be, you know, Bernie Sanders squared, somebody that's twice as bad, twice as communist, twice as deplorable. Uh, That's who we're going to have. And if he turns a blind eye, like we had at the Trump protests when when we had police chiefs in California turning a blind eye to uh, Trump supporters getting beat – you know, it's going to get really, really bad, and it's going to get really, really ugly. And um, you know, and and when that guy sends in the national guard and the military and everybody and tells them that if they if they leave, they'll be they'll be shot if they try to go AWOL. Um, you know, how many of them are 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 
still going to do it uh, and, and defend their oath and, and, and honor their oath that they took to the Constitution and how many of them are going to fall in line. We don't know. But uh, but it's going to be messy. It's going to be really, really messy. Yeah. There, there was um, – so um, Becca from Country Acres Homestead sent me in – uh, a message on Facebook not too long ago and said, Hey, there's this, this, um, this article on Facebook you need to go check out and went to go, uh, you know, read it. It's by a guy named Drew Pooters. I don't know if that's his real name or not, but he did an analysis, a simulation. And I don't, I don't really know exactly what, um, you know, what went into that, but it looked, it, it, it wasn't just like, hey, this is my idea. These are my thoughts. It looks like he spent a lot of time doing this. And, and uh, so there is, you know, he does say that there is a civil war coming. Uh, um, he does believe that those that are more the conservative, the Republican, uh, and I don't even want to say Republican, but the more the conservative, constitutional, uh, you know, patriotic people uh, wind up uh, winning out. Uh, because the other side won't have the 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 stomach for the for the long fight that they need to do, uh, you know that uh, it eventually winds up happening. But there is going to be a breakup. Even Martin Armstrong talks about that there is a breakup of the United States coming. Um, and uh, it, it was a very very interesting article. It's probably one of the most shared articles that I ever had on uh, Ed that matters, and uh, it's still. It's still very, very active. People will grab it, and somebody big on on Facebook will will share it, and I still get a lot, a lot of traffic from that. But I thought that analysis was very, very interesting. I mean, you know, it's a long article, and he goes into a lot of it, but that's something to consider. That you know, in our lifetime, that we would see the United States break up, that we would see a civil war, uh, that there's going to be sides to, to to pick. You know, one of the things about you know, I live in I live in Texas, and we're for the most part, I guess, on the national scene, we're we're considered very conservative, uh, but we've had a lot of you know liberals move in to Texas, uh, probably because of you know California having issues. Uh, I know that when I was on the on the campus, uh, we were always enrolling people that were moving from California, and um, you know because I would I would get to see you know their their transcripts and everything, and uh, you, you know who parents lost jobs or whatever, and they were coming to live with family members and our, our economy was better. Um, but, you know, we have big pockets of, of liberal uh, states, you know, Austin, uh, actually Houston, the city of Houston went for Hillary, Hillary Clinton in this last election, but uh, the Harris County that surrounds Houston uh, went for Trump. And uh, so, I mean, you have pockets all over the place, all over this nation. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I, I believe that that's, you know, what's going to happen and it's going to be, going to be pretty crazy um when when all that plays out so uh, man that that's uh that's a scary thing when you when you think about it what that would mean because um, just like the civil war uh, there was family you know family against family brother against brother i mean you had that that very you had that potential for for that happening again on uh, such a more massive scale i mean we are a bigger country than than back then yeah, and it's going to be bloody, and it's going to be long, and it's going to be a mess, and uh, and and I think it's impossible to say um, from this point because there's so many variables. Who would would win? There was a uh, uh, one of the kings in the Old Testament told another king, you know, you sh- the the guy that puts his armor on should not brag like the guy that takes it off. 
you know, mm. because when you're going into something, you don't know what's going to happen. And especially at this stage in the game, because uh, the, the next liberal president that comes in after Trump, because of the complacency of the American church and the American uh, conservative, um, is going to try to disarm us. And uh, and if we sit back and take disarmament, like we've sat back and take, taken everything else, you know, uh New York, they they said, okay, you can you you can't have anything that's got uh, more than seven rounds in your magazine. And in California, uh, you can only have a ten round magazine. Do you think that the do you think the Antifa people in New York uh, and the Antifa uh, members that are arming themselves in California, you think they have ten round magazines and seven round magazines? I don't no, think they do. Not. Yeah. yeah. And. And and when it's a when it's a when it's when it's handed down, uh, are we gonna? Is the American conservative that's put up with everything else? Are they all of a sudden gonna get a backbone when they've never even went out to vote to defend the lives of the unborn? Are they all of a sudden gonna grow a backbone and understand they're gonna stand up and fight over uh, over magazine count? Mm. I don't think they will. Uh, I I would like to hope they would, but but given their their past record, I don't see it, and and so all the the liberal anti gunners are going to ironically have thirty round magazines, be well trained or well armed when all the conservatives have given theirs up. That's not a that's not a that's not a, repris- a, a recipe for success. I, I hope that doesn't that, that doesn't happen in Texas. Um, you, you don't think that maybe there's that level of frustration that I mean was kind of seen here in this last election with uh, people coming out for Trump. I mean, definitely there was the media who was um, you know who was slanting it towards Hillary all this time, uh, and then all of a sudden everyone was so shocked. Uh, that uh, that Trump got into it, you, you know, you don't think, or that Trump won, you don't think that there's that level of frustration um, that that's starting to rise up from, you know, the whatever the the conservatives or the 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 population out there that's just starting to get fed up with all the junk out there that are paying attention. Yeah, but Todd, that was fifty one percent, and that's. Probably because there were so many Bernie supporters that wouldn't vote for the criminal uh, Hillary because of all of the shenanigans that she pulled against him. <laughs> you know, mm. there were so many of them that just stayed home and stayed out. I think if they'd all voted for her, I don't think Trump would be in office right now. You know, well, and this was, uh, you know, it, it, the American Christians not, you know, we're not fed up and we're not, we're not, we're not appalled. At uh, 3,288 American citizens being murdered every single day, if that's not appalling, what is? If that doesn't motivate you to get involved and to stand up on your own own two feet, what will? I just don't think that anything – I think if you'll sit back and you'll abide abortion without writing a letter to your congressman, without writing a letter to your senator, without shaming – other Christians that you know that voted for somebody that supports abortion, 
uh, when when Trump should have never been the the Republican candidate if if the American Christian was appalled over abortion because he's not the most pro life candidate that we had out there. You know, it would have right. been Rand Paul or Huckabee or or somebody else that that was, and we would have said, you know, the number one issue we can't talk about economics, we can't talk about building walls, we can't talk about anything else until we've defended the lives of our brothers and sisters and gotten Roe versus Wade overturned. You know, in Isaiah one, when when God's pouring out his his list of uh of uh complaints against Israel he says, he says, bring me no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons, the Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies. I can't endure iniquity and, and the sacred meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feasts, my soul hates. They're trouble to me. I'm weary of bearing them. And, and then uh, he goes on to say, when you spread out your hands... I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Our hands mm. are full of blood. The church in America, our hands are filled with blood. Sitting and listening to some guy drone on for an hour every Sunday, uh, even singing praises at the top of your lungs, none of that stuff matters. God hates it if your heart doesn't break for the things that break his heart. So, you know, if you're not getting involved with that stuff, you don't have time, you know, skip church next Sunday and write your senator, write your congressman, write President Trump. Tell him that that you want uh, – tell your senator uh, that – or tell your congressman that you want uh, H.R. 586, the Sanctity of Life bill. Tell him that you want that brought to the floor for a vote. Tell your senator that you want him to sponsor a bill like that in the Senate. Tell President Trump you want him to sponsor a bill like that from the Oval Office. And you want this atrocity overturned. And and going to church and tithing and everything else that you're doing doesn't matter to God. He's sick of it. He doesn't want to see it. He doesn't want your prayers. He doesn't want your worship until you've brought justice in America. Well, I, I I think I, think I the, went on uh, a, I think I went on one of these rants last time we talked. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what was funny is you you did that TSA. Uh, you were talking. Oh, about it was TSA, TSA last day. Okay, yeah. so at least it wasn't an abortion rant last time. <laughs> well, I mean, what was what I thought was interesting is right after that there was that uh, that young boy who I think he was autistic, um, and that got so much play on Facebook, and uh, even talked a little bit about that on uh, on my podcast. Uh, when I saw that that video, that it was just is so wrong. But uh, you know, getting back to this, I, I think the 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 American church isn't really, or the American Christian isn't really Christian. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the that's the the aspect of it. We have so uh, so far gotten away from uh, from what God God has in, in store and what God has in mind. You know, I was I was reading in Second Chronicles today, um, in my devotion. Uh, and, and going through all these these kings, and when the kings, or, or when when they followed God and they did what God wanted them to do, they were blessed. You know, they were blessed. They had uh, peace on all sides. The uh, the economic, their economics, their everything was taken care of. Uh, when they didn't follow God, when they decided to go their own way, 
God always came with the judgment. God always came with, uh, hey, you know, and he brought and he used he used other nations to come bring judgment on them. And so when, um, you know, we'll, you know, I'm jumping ahead of myself here. Uh, I wanted to ask you, and we'll get to that in just a minute. But, um, uh, you know, there, there's always, you know, God always used another nation uh, for for the judgment. And um, so, you know, yeah, I, I don't want to jump ahead. Let me get to one more scenario because I know that you recently talked about it. And I think that it's probably fresh on everybody's mind. And we'll just jump back into that other one just here in just a minute. Um, so cyber attack. I know that you recently talked about cyber attack. I, we have it in the news. We have the, the recent cyber attack that happened in Ukraine that was uh, disguised as ransomware, but really wasn't ransomware because all it was up for was destruction. And, and uh, they just wanted to, to hurt the infrastructure in Ukraine. Uh, we have... Uh, I know that I recently read an article that uh, they're considering that, you know, an attack. NATO is is considering that an attack on one of their allies. So they're considering, hey, okay, so if this was an attack, we're, we're all going to then come to the uh, to rescue, or we're all going to come to the defense of our ally, and uh, you know what that would mean. What that would mean. Uh, so what do you what do you when we talk about sh SHTF scenarios. What do you think about a cyber attack? I, I think this is uh, this is another black swan that's just circling overhead and and looking for a place to land. Uh, WannaCry, you know, it it shut down Britain's healthcare system, um, it shut down uh, FedEx and uh, multiple telecom systems around the world. Uh, Russia's uh, several banks in Russia were hit by WannaCry. And uh, and and the, the the people that know about this stuff that that study it said so Petya the one you're talking about right now in Ukraine uh, mm-hmm. and and it uh, you know it hit it hit Maersk which is the the biggest shipping operation in the world mm-hmm. yep. uh, you, if if you shut down cargo shipping for an extended period of time uh, places that don't produce a lot of their own consumables like oh i don't know america uh they wouldn't they wouldn't be faring very well because we depend on other nations for for most of the stuff that that we consume because we don't make anything here and uh and and they say that petcha was was you know 10 times worse than wannacry so what mm-hmm. happens when the next one's 10 times worse than petcha and the next one's Ten times worse than that. Um, what happens when it's the American banking system? Because in other countries, people are people are a little bit more resilient. They just don't they don't have the the luxuries that we have, and and they're they're able to function without them a little bit a little bit easier when when they go away. But but we can't here. People don't have cash. They don't even carry cash. Nobody's nobody's even got a hundred dollars in their house. Uh, I, I I can't remember what the what the percentage was. But I think it's something like half of America don't even have a thousand dollars in their bank account. Yeah. So, uh, so not only they don't even have cash to keep in the house, but you know, I'm sure less than seventy five percent even keep more than a thousand dollars in their house. So, you know, it's all in the bank. They're all using credit cards. They're all using uh, debit cards. And, uh, and, and, and nobody's got anything in the bank. The banking system in this country gets attacked, gets hacked. Uh, you know, you might as well turn the lights out because yeah. people are going to be eating each other. And, and people think that that's, you know, hyperbole that, uh, you know, people don't really eat each other. But 
that always happens that happened that happened in uh in in the bible when when uh when uh, Samaria was uh, was surrounded and taken siege, uh, you know they they went to the, the two women go to the king and they say, you know, king, oh king, you know, help us out here. And he's like, oh, if God won't help you, I don't know what I can do for you. And there, and he's like, but tell me your problem anyway. And she says, well, you know, uh, I made an agreement with this woman that 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 you know. Yesterday we would eat my son, and then today we would eat hers. And so yesterday we ate my son, and now she's hidden her son. Yeah. And 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 the guy's just tearing his clothes. You know, it's cannibalism. That's what happens when people don't have food; they eat each other. And it happened. Uh, uh, it happened in the uh, in, in the Soviet area era when uh, when uh, when food was weaponized and and uh, to punish. Uh, a, a dissonant section of 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 uh, the Soviet Empire. They they pulled food away and and people started eating each other there. There's there's stories of mothers that 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 killed one child and fed it to the other children and and you know and this is what happens. So you know you did a story real recently about about rice. You know, and a lot of people think, oh, well, you can't just live on rice. But there's people out there that right now that are in such dire circumstances that they're feeding their children dirt just to have something in their stomach. And while rice might not have all of the the nutrients and everything you need to to grow up to be healthy and wealthy and wise, um, it's a lot better than dirt. And it's cheap, right. and you can put together a twenty. You can put together a, a bucket of of rice with a Home Depot bucket and a lid, and thirty thirty pounds of rice for about fifteen bucks. You know, and you can do ten of those buckets for one hundred and fifty bucks. You know, and and not have to eat dirt. Right. Well, the thing about cyber attack is, depending on how bad it is, everything will spiral. I mean, like you said, you might as well turn on the light, turn off the lights, because it has the potential to spiral depending on how how bad it is, you know, and uh, people can't get to their EBT cards. People can't get to the, you know, ATMs. Uh, people can't use their credit cards. You know, it just, it, people, people can't get on Facebook, you know, for their entertainment. What are they going to do? They're going to go out and cause havoc. So, man, uh, that's, you know, that, that is one of those ones that, uh, nowadays with everything so tied into the internet and electronics, um, you know, it, it could be just as bad as an EMP if, if it got crazy enough. So, all right. Um, so there, a funny story I wanted to share with you that um, when I started the podcast, I started a Facebook group. And uh, not too long ago, one of the, uh, you know, one of the, the readers or the members of the group said, hey, does anyone know any great prepper fiction, uh, you know, out there? And so I'm like immediately I was like, man, you you got to go check out Mark Goodwin's stuff, you know. And then uh, it, what I thought was great is I think I linked to your your author page on Amazon, and then everybody else started chiming in. It's like, yeah, you need to. That's one of the you know the 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 greatest series out there, and blah blah blah. And it, people kept uh, you know chiming in on that one. And then not too long after that, Vengeance I guess came out on audio. That's the way I listen to your books is on audio, and I was able to share that. So, uh, you know, you you provide, um, I, I think, a, a, a great resource to the to the preparedness community because it's not only Christian uh, prepper, uh, you know, fiction, but you, you you put a lot of research and time into it. And then you also uh, you you're always mixing things in there that actually teach people 
um, preparedness. So it's like, uh, you know, I guess the thing that, you know, when I first got into preparedness and I heard about, heard about James Wesley Rawls's Patriots, everyone was like, hey, it's like a preparedness manual, you know, fictional account and weaved into a story. And yours is like that, you know, I, I think on steroids. You do a really good job of that. So how difficult and easy or easy is it for you to to write about SHTF scenarios from a Christian standpoint? It's pretty easy for me, and i got to give all the, the credit to the Holy Spirit because I don't think this is coming from me. I think that you know my, my skills and my, my talents, I think they, they come from God, and so he gets all the glory if there's anything good in any of those books. And, uh, and if there's anything wrong, all the typos and stuff, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or you know, if there's something you you partic- you know, unless you're unless you're one of those people that are offended by anything God and you you thought that was wrong, uh, it's not it's not that that was wrong, it's that that you were wrong. So uh, and and you'll find that out someday. And uh, and um, but like I said, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I'm a Christian. You know, that dictates the way I lead, lead my life. I wake up every day. I read my Bible before I do anything else. I pray before I do anything else. You know, I ask God for direction and wisdom. And, and, and I write characters that read their Bibles and ask God for direction and try to live these, these lives that are going to be held accountable to their maker. And, uh, you know, a lot of times that doesn't, that doesn't fit into the modern Christian, uh, paradigm of, of of this Jesus, this other Jesus that's being taught in so many American church churches that looks like some pot smoking hippie that just wants uh, peace and love and everybody to get along. You know, he said, mm-hmm. "I came to bring a sword." You know, uh, I didn't come to bring peace. You know, and uh, and and so uh, and and Paul says that you know the 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 person that doesn't provide for his own family is worse than an infidel and an unbeliever, and I, I think that you've got you've got a responsibility as the leader of a family to provide uh, food and, and shelter for your your family, but I think you also have to provide security, and uh, you know, and you have to protect them from from the wickedness and the evils of this depraved generation that we live in, and and, and you know, and sometimes that that means uh, spilling blood. And in a post-apocalyptic situation, it absolutely will. And there's people that think that that that. And there's been a lot of Christians that'll read those books and say, "Oh, these people don't have any mercy," you know. And 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 that was written particularly into one of the Seven Cows, Ugly and Gaunt books that 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 you're talking about. Vengeance is the last, the the fourth in that series. But in in one of those scenarios, you know, Danny's wife gets taken hostage, and you know, and and they get a hold of the people that that have, that are, that are holding her. You know, and and they do some pretty gruesome stuff to get the information they need to go rescue her. And and I had some people comment that 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 these Christians weren't merciful. I think that's the most merciful thing you can do for your wife is to do whatever you have to do to get the information to rescue her because she's your responsibility and God placed you there to protect her. And if you're not doing that, nothing else in your world matters. It doesn't matter how much you read your Bible, how much you pray, how much you go to church and and give to the poor. If you're not caring for your wife, that's your number one ministry, your number one job. And and so uh there's a lot of people that have been that are that are getting a different gospel and uh and uh they probably won't survive the first couple of weeks of the apocalypse anyway, but even if they do, uh, their gospel and, and what they're believing about God and the Bible isn't going to hold up. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, your your characters are very Christian, like you said. They they read their Bibles, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, they they take care of business when they need to take care of business, and uh, I, I I really do appreciate that about your characters there. Um, all of your and going back to this judgment, you know, like I said, I was reading in my in in Second Chronicles uh, where you read the accounts of the kings and 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 not just the kings, but all of Israel for all the time when they were right with God, things went, you know, things were were always, uh, you know, things were always great, you know, and when when they veered off of, of following God's law and God's word and they did things, they they worshipped other uh, idols. Uh, God brought judgment, and so. Um, you have you've used a couple of different things to bring judgment, uh, you know, to America in your books. Right. So or to the world. Uh, what would you what is maybe do you have plans for something else? I mean, when when you think about when you read the Bible, it was always another nation. Uh, and uh, do you do you have plans or have you thought about maybe another nation playing part of uh, a future book or future series or or not even just you know your book uh, what do you think we talked a little bit about North Korea do you think that there are other nations out there that God would use ISIS is in the territory that is uh, currently being held or, or is in the the territory that was held by the Babylonians and the Syrians which he used to to judge Israel, so I think that we're already seeing some of that judgment, and um, I think we'll probably see more because they're already in our country. You know, it's a little it's a little late to uh, to to build the wall now because they're already here. We've got the cells, we've got uh, we've got uh, Sharia law being being um, enforced and in in. in Sections of towns around uh, around Detroit and around uh, I think it's Deerfield, Michigan, or, or Dearborn, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Um, so they're already here, um, but I think that 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 uh, he could judge us with our children, the ones that we've taught to 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 not believe in him and to deny, deny that there's a God, and that we've spent forty years teaching them that they're their own gods. And that whatever they say is right, and we're continuing to teach that. You know, now it's not only whatever you think is right is right. It's you. You can decide if you're a a, a boy or a girl or a purple penguin, and you know it doesn't matter what sex God assigns you. That doesn't matter. Um, so we're just more and more teaching them this, and and these are the kids that are arming themselves uh, in Antifa. In uh, in in California, New York, and Oregon, and 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 Texas, they're in Texas. Antifa's in Texas now. Um, yeah. uh, huge, a huge wave of them. So uh, they're all over the country, and um, and 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 you know, it's a nation within a nation. You know, so civil war. I think that he can judge us with that. Hmm. Interesting. So. Um, your series, the day of no- your series, the the days of Noah, and then your other series, the days of Elijah, are real heavy in Bible prophecy. You know, when it comes to looking at the last days, what are you what are you looking for? What triggers kind of send a tingle down your spine? I guess everything we're looking at. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there is there one is there specific things that you're like when you're when you're talking about when we're thinking about the the last days? 
I I don't know if any of you guys watch the the Jason A videos. It's a, he's got a, a YouTube video. His name is Jason A. And every yeah. week he compiles everything from the news that sort of uh, lends itself to end times prophecy. And and it's all these news programs. And you'll watch like. Uh, 15 or 20 minutes of those and you're just, you know, by the time it's over, you you know, you're just you're looking up into the clouds to see if Jesus is coming because <laughs> it's just, it's all here. It's the, the beast technology, the ability to have a one world government, to have a, a single currency, a cashless society. It's the, the complete and total uh, takeover of all the world government systems by this Babylonian system that we've been talking about and the wickedness and the pervasiveness of, of demonic activity and stuff that we just keep seeing rising. And it's the, the you know, the, 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 the increase in, in earthquakes and, uh, and, and tidal waves and the sea and the waves roaring as Jesus said they would be in, in the last days. And, uh, you know, second, second Timothy three says, you know, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Boy, these are perilous times. Yeah. If they're, if they're nothing else, it, they are perilous. It, you can't watch the news without, multiple terrorist attacks and and uh floods and plagues and and uh epidemics and 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 just bizarre stories of violence so if these times are nothing else they're perilous and then he says men shall be lovers of their own selves my goodness you know this is the selfie generation <laughs> you know and what is that that's lovers of themselves covetous boasters proud blasphemers you can't watch television you can't watch anything on tv anymore uh everything's everything uses god's name in vain every oh, single tv yeah. show we were trying to watch what was it, it was called the the last ship and it's about the ship and you know and there's a big pandemic and it and it's it's it kills everybody in the world and they're trying to survive it's a it's a navy ship and i think i made it to the 8th episode before i heard god's name used in vain but then that's it then i can't listen i can't watch that show anymore most shows it it comes way way before that or some pornographic uh imagery you know even though it's off it's off camera you still hear the 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 huffing and the puffing or you see somebody you know making the actions or the people under the sheet or whatever you can't watch that stuff as as christians you 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 can't conform to the, to this world um so blasphemers um disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection and we're being we're teaching our children now that they can choose their their sexuality that they can choose uh what their gender we're teaching them all of that we're teaching them that in schools uh, they, they've now got drag queens going around and reading to little kids in libraries in in, in American libraries now, and this mm. is this is going on all over the country. Uh, you know, people's got to Google this stuff if if you haven't heard of it because you you got to you got to know what's going on. And uh, accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. You know, Kathy. I, I'm not saying Trump's good. But you know, to see Kathy Griffin st standing there with uh, with Trump's severed head and Johnny Depp joking about uh, killing Trump and and Madonna uh, joking about burning down the White House and 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 uh, 
and uh, you know, just the general. No, no. Read the comments. Read. Go. Just go to all my books and read all the one star reviews. Because mm. very, very few of them have that much to do with uh, with uh, the the writing style that people didn't enjoy or or anything else. It's almost. I'd say ninety nine percent of those reviews are people that just hate God. They hate hearing about the Bible. They hate anything that's good. So that's Second Timothy three. You know, uh, haters. Haters of, of death that's good, you know, despisers of those that are good. And then it goes on to say traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And man, that's the Christian church. And then this is also the, the, the Christian church in America. Having a form of godliness, but mm, denying yeah. the power thereof. There's no way yeah. 3,200 88 children could be murdered every single day in an abortion mill for 40 years in a country that claimed at the time of Roe v. Wade to be 95% Christian at the time, you know, uh, and even now that claim to be 70% Christian. There's no way that could go on in this country if, if the American church didn't have a form of godliness but was denying the power thereof. Yeah. So we're the in the last definitely- we are in the last days and everybody just subscribe to I know I was bashing YouTube earlier but uh you know it's his outlet and it's his <laughs> platform for the moment so so subscribe to Jason A's YouTube channel and watch that every week. I I used to link to his uh videos when I did the prophecy update on prepperchurch.com. Uh yeah, exactly exactly what you said. I mean, things are things are lining up. You know, I'm always looking at the Middle East. I'm always looking at what's going on over there. I think uh, Israel is the apple of God's eye, and so whatever's happening over there is, uh, you know, is something that I'm always watching out for too. So, um, you know, as we're talking about, you know, you you have a lot of information. You know, you do a lot of research, and then you, uh, you know, you're up to date on what's going on in the world. So how do you how do you stay aware of what's going on? What's the the best way that you have found to do that? Oh man, well uh, the Jason A videos that's great. Um, <laughs> there there's there's a, there's a few other people that do prophecy updates. If you've got um, if you've got uh, Roku, you can add his channel uh, as one of your channels on Roku and that's a, a Calvary Chapel channel and they do a, a world news briefing there every week and it's, it's good, especially for staying up for, on things that, that, that concern Israel and things like that. And, uh, it's, uh, I think JD Farag does one and then there's, uh, um, one John, that you turned me on to that's in, that's up in Ohio. Uh, yeah, John Haller. John, John Haller. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Um, Drudge Report, you know, they're, he's, he's linking all the stuff, you know, and if it's a headline, it's, it's usually going to be on there. Uh, InfoWars, when there's a news item, when there's something important, you, they, they cover it. Uh, if there's nothing to talk about, uh, Alex spends a lot of time ranting. Uh, <laughs> but, but when there's a news item, they cover it when nobody else will. And uh, and True News is kind of the same. Uh, Rick Wiles, he doesn't use the language 
that 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 Alex Jones uses sometimes. So uh, that's something you can listen to with your kids. But same thing there. If there's a new news item, he's going to report on it. And if there's not, then then he's going to be doing some ranting. But it, at least it's it's r- ranting without profanity. And we can't always say that about Alex, which I, I hate that about him because. Uh, because that's the thing that keeps him from being the go-to alternative news source. Uh, because, you know, uh, like I said, I've got a baby on the way. I'm going to be able to sit down and watch CBS News and NBC News and ABC News. Uh, I could watch that stuff with my kid because because they're not using profanity. Uh, even though that, that everything they're saying on there is a lie. So Christians can watch those those show, those programs that are filled with lies with their children because they don't want to use profanity, and they can't watch Alex Jones' newscast, which is now uh, almost on par with 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 all of these big names. Uh, in, in as far as the quality of the uh, of the broadcast, um, but you can't watch it because of the language you use. You know, you can't watch it with your wife, much much less your kids. Yeah. So, so, so that's really, really a shame, and and that's just, I think that's just more evidence of the pervasiveness of the enemy. That that when you do get something that that comes along that could have been halfway decent, uh, Satan's going to figure out a way to get in there and ruin it. Yeah, no, I I agree with you that that does um, that does turn, you know, that does make it to where people can't. Or won't listen to it, and I think that's a shame because I think that anything you can say that you need to, you know, use bad language. I mean, you can you can say it with clean language, right? Yeah. And uh, appeal to so many more people. So let's start. I mean, we've been going for a long time. Let's uh, let's start winding this down. I, I have one one two more questions to ask you, um, and I really wanted to get your take on this one. When you consider the current state of uh, the preparedness community. Are there any myths or things you would really like people to reconsider when they start making their their preparedness plans? Uh, well, the the myth that happy days are here again. You know, none of these threats that we've talked about today, Todd, have uh, have dissipated. Every one of them is is worse than they were before uh, that President Trump got into office. Uh, I, let's go all the way back to to what I said about the the spiritual thread that runs through all of this. Uh, and uh, and I'm going to use this number one more time: three thousand two hundred and eighty-eight a day. That's not been stopped. We're still, our hands are still coated in blood, having been given this chance. Where we've got the Oval Office, the Senate, the House, all under Republican control, who's supposedly our platform is 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 pro-life, and nothing's been changed. Um, now, seven months into this uh, administration, and nothing's been changed, and there's not a word about it being spoken to, to having it changed. I think we just heaped on more judgment on ourselves as a nation to show our hypocrisy. Because if Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders would have been in there, then, then we'd have an excuse. Oh, well, we can't do anything about abortion because Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders is in there. So uh, our hands are tied. So we don't have that excuse. So so we've exposed our own hypocrisy. We've exposed the hypocrisy of the conservative party in America. We've exposed the hypocrisy of the American church and and uh, the Republican Party. And I think that now judgment is due us tenfold what it was when Obama was in office. 
and uh, and folks, you got to get prepared right now. You mentioned at the beginning of the show that a lot of the people that that, that come to Prepper website and the Prepper website podcast are new preppers, and I've got a resource out that I give away because I just want people to get prepared. You go to PrepperRecon.com. Uh, right over the blog is a banner that says click here for your free seven step survival plan PDF. And that's going to give folks just a, a well thought out plan because when people first wake up to all of this stuff and, and they see that the judgment's coming and they start thinking of everything they need to do, it's overwhelming. And, and you just can't yeah. do it all in one day. And if you try it, you'll burn yourself out. You'll, you'll drive yourself crazy. You can go to prepperrecon.com. Click that banner, get your free seven step survival plan PDF, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna walk you through step by step of making sure that you take care of the most important priorities first. You know, number one, you gotta be connected to God. If you don't know God as your savior, nothing else matters because ten out of ten people die, so you gotta get that right. Uh and then you gotta be able to you gotta have yourself in shape. Because if you can't get up off the couch, then the beans, bullets, and band-aids aren't going to matter. Um, you got to get the skills because if you don't know this, know how to use the stuff that you're getting, that's not going to matter. If you don't have the basic understanding of of uh, what you need to survive, none of the other stuff's going to matter. So you get that stuff out of the way. Then you get your budget in line because we we keep talking about uh, the the possibility of an economic collapse and of course in 2008 so many people lost their jobs so many people got downsized so you got to get your budget in line before you start with anything else now once you've got yourself straightened out you got your your relationship with God straightened out you're reading your bible every day you're you're tapping into that source for wisdom and then you've got your budget straightened out so you're not going to take the credit card and go out and buy all the crazy prepper stuff and uh, and create your own personal stuff hits the fan moment long before the other one that was ever even coming, but through credit card debt, then you can start to say, okay, I've I'm I'm connected to God, so I've got the wisdom, I've got my budget, so I can start allocating how much I'm going to spend each week to preparedness, how much I can spend uh, each week to preparedness, and maybe if I don't have anything left over, I maybe that budget just showed me. Uh, what a mess I'm in. Maybe I need to find uh, uh, multiple sources of income, mm. which there's plenty of work out there. You know, we just renovated a house and 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 trying to find somebody to do tile, somebody to do paint, somebody to do baseboards. You know, just these these things that are you know just basically general labor. A lot of it, you know, there's some skill to some of it, but uh, you know, my plumber makes ninety dollars an hour. You know. And, uh, you know, that's not a, that's not a, uh, you don't need 10 years of school to be a plumber. Mm. Um, so there's plenty of work out there. It's very, very difficult to find anybody that's got any kind of a work ethic. It's hard to get people to even show up, uh, much less come in and, and do a job right. So if you can show up, number one, and then excel and to do some skill uh, right, you'll never, ever be without work. And, uh, and it's very easy to pick up extra income if that's what you need to do. And then after you've got your personal relationship with God and your your health and and your budget, once all of that stuff's fixed, then the seven step survival plan starts talking to you about, you know, building building uh, uh, an emergency fund, building uh, long-term storage food. Then we start talking about 
um, you know, bug out locations and and uh, means of defending your family and all the other uh, quote unquote sexy prepper stuff. Mm. And that's a free resource that you know. Just go to the prepperrecon.com, click the banner, click here for your free seven step survival plan, and we'll email that straight to you. Sounds good. That's a lot of a lot of good information. I I definitely believe. I mean, all of that. I believe that the 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 health aspect of it. I think that's very very important. Um, I mean, so the God the God aspect in your relationship with God. That's just a given. But the, the health aspect of it, I think, is very very important. And uh, the multiple streams of income, I think that's important. And all the other, I mean, you talked a lot of, you know, about a lot of things there. So I encourage anyone to go get that seven-step survival plan over at PrepperRecon.com. So uh, one last question. Uh, Vengeance, um, the last book in Seven Cows just recently uh, came out. Um, and uh, it was a great, you know, a great book. I, uh, like I said, I listened to the audio versions of it. I uh, got to go to San Antonio for a conference. So going to San Antonio and then and driving there and then driving back, I was able to um, to listen to most of it. And uh, I always feel saddened when I get to the end of your you know to the audio books because I want to go ahead and and go into the next one. So uh, you know what kind of uh, response have you had from uh, this this book? Yeah, people are really really loving it, and it's like you said, it's my newest book, and you know I I it. it I just spoke about, you know, honing your skills and trying to be excellent. And that's, that's one of the things I do is, uh, I, I really have a lot of fun writing, but I'm always looking to, to build my skills as a writer and to, uh, and, and to be the best I can. You know, it, we, we get that story that Jesus gives about, about the, the servants that get the, that get the talents. And, uh, you know, I think that we're responsible to take the talents that he gives us and make the absolute most of them. And, and so that's, that's certainly what I try, I strive to do with the, with the books. Your, your books are very affordable. I mean, right? If you, um, I mean, if you've got Kindle Unlimited, it's, it's, I'm looking at Vengeance right now on Amazon. It's free. It's a bestseller, by the way. Uh, it's, uh, free. Uh, if you have Kindle Unlimited and if you don't, it's just $3.99. I mean, um, on Kindle, that's, that's a good deal, man. Yeah, yeah, I like to try to keep everything affordable so um so that it's not a, a financial burden for people to read it because I, I want to get this stuff out there. I want people to read it. I try to put some uh proper tips in 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 everything. I try to give some people something. I try to entertain. If I didn't give any proper tips and I didn't try to push people to be to pursue their relationship with God, if I wasn't doing anything else, uh I would be trying to provide entertainment. That doesn't defile the very spirit inside you. That doesn't grieve God's spirit. That's that's living and and, and breathing and, and giving you life inside you, with uh, with profanity and 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 sex scenes and all of that stuff. So uh, at the very least, I try to provide some good, clean, uh, wholesome entertainment. And and uh, and most of the folks that read it seem to be fairly entertained. Uh, but I do. I try to sneak in some some prepper tips in there. And then I also uh, I'm always trying to push people to get closer with God. Because in, in the end, that's that's the only thing that matters. Uh, on this last one, you um, you know the the group um, engages. Uh, I mean, I won't give away too too much, but in, engages. Um, I, I guess the enemy. I've noticed that uh, you've done some books with uh, David Kobler, Southern Prepper One. 
Um, how were those received? I mean, people might not know that you did those. You know, you, you get so much attention on the fiction, but you have those books out there as well. Yeah. And the the free seven step survival plan that I give away that was that was uh, uh, an effort that uh, from me and David that we we both put our heads together on that one. So you've got uh, two seasoned preppers there uh, giving you that dev- that advice. And then uh, David and I also wrote uh, retreat security and small unit tactics, which. Uh, is exactly what it talks about. It's a very, very basic plan. Uh, people that have been in the military or law enforcement, they may not get a whole lot of new information there. But for people that have never been exposed to to that world, um, this is going to give you some some real basic stuff on on uh, troop movement and hand signals and and uh, and uh, uh, a battle load. What you're you know what you're going to put in a in a uh, a chest rig and how many rounds of ammo you should have, and what should be in your assault pack, and and uh, and uh, things that you can do to make your home more safe, and uh, and things that you can do to, to uh, a plan that you can implement to secure your block or your uh, your neighborhood in the event that that um, the apocalypse comes, or uh, if we it starts getting attacked by Antifa. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, that I mean, I'm going to link to all your all your. Actually, I'm going to link to your author page, so anyone can go uh, go check that out and um, all all the different books that are out there. I mean, you even have them in series, uh, the ones that you finished, and you can easily buy those on Kindle as well. So uh, great job. Hey, so what do you have coming up for us? Uh, this fall, we'll have the uh, third book in the Days of Elijah series, which uh, Days of Elijah is a, uh, a carry-on series from uh, the Days of Noah series, which I think that if for folks that have never read anything by me before, if you started with the Days of Noah series, uh, I think that's going to be the one that's going to really be the eye-opener for what's going on right now. Uh, mm. Sort of, I, I mentioned some things about you know this uh, the Babylonian system and uh, and how it's infiltrated infiltrated our schools and our entertainment system, our entertainment industry and our churches because if you don't know if you if you're not aware that the American church has been infiltrated by a satanic system by this Babylonian system that we that we read about in the Bible then then that's absolutely where you need to start because I think that that's that's probably the biggest eye opener, and then it follows on with uh, with the days of Elijah, and got a lot of folks uh, uh, anxiously waiting for for book three in the days of Elijah, and of course that's uh, that that covers the the tribulation period. The days of Noah covers the pre tribulation. It's it's uh, before the rapture, before the tribulation period, and 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 just how bad things can get before Jesus comes and sweeps us all up, because a lot of people. And, and I wrote that. I'm not particularly uh, uh, of the uh, the pre-trib school of thought, but I wrote the series to be pre-trib because I want people that are in the pre-trib uh, school of thought to understand you could be right. And I think there's some verses in there that 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 uh, certainly lend themselves to the the pre-trib school of thought. I think when you just read it. Uh, uh, first draft, and you just you just look at it on its face. What does it say? I think it kind of lends itself a little bit more to a mid-trib thought. But uh, but uh, you know the pre-trib folks could be right, but they could be right, and things could get very very dicey 
before uh, Jesus comes to sweep us all up. And so I wrote that series to them, particularly for the 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 American church that 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 uh, believes in a pre-trib rapture to show just how bad things could get before the rapture. And then uh, and then of course, as always, there's some knuckleheads that that, that don't listen and uh, and they get left behind. And uh, and Everett <laughs> Carroll is uh just such a knucklehead in in that series and uh and then uh people had to know well what happens to Everett Carroll now that he's getting ready to ride out the the worst period in the history of the earth so uh so I started writing the the days of Elijah to uh to show what I think is going to happen during the tribulation, and of course, that's oh, there's a lot of speculation in there. Uh, I say it in the books. I got a little disclaimer that says, you know, uh, uh, the fiction aisle is not the best place to get your your uh, eschatological uh, um, theology, or uh, so. So, uh, you know, I do have some fun with it. I try to be, I try to be as, as faithful to the scriptures as I can be, but there's some stuff that in, in the book of Revelations that you, you have to do a little speculation. And when you start speculating, everybody's going to speculate a little different. So, uh, one guy's, everybody's not going to agree on everything. Right. I bet I, it's a great series. I, uh, like I said, the, the book of Noah. Uh, well, if, if you're interested in Bible prophecy and just kind of, you know, hey, like you said, um, there's a lot of different ideas out there, but if you're you're wanting to, you know, what could it look like? Um, you and it's just on top of all of that, great entertainment. I I, um, I I just I loved it, Book of Noah, and I love I love I love stories that continue on. So when you can grab a character and uh, you know spin spin off another series on that one, the book the Elijah is just really really. Uh, really interesting to me, and so I'm really enjoying that one. Uh, a lot of information there, and you do you pack. I think you're being modest about how much preparedness information you pack in there. You pack a lot of preparedness information that uh, that people will they might not even realize they're getting it, but th- they are getting it when they're reading it. So uh, I'm looking forward to that book when it comes out. I'll be one of the first ones to download the audio version when. And I got to tell you, man, you you really spoiled me with the audio. Um, the, uh, the Kevin it's Kevin Pierce right right uh, the guy who and uh, uh, I've listened to other audiobooks and it's just you know I'm anticipating his voice and I'm wanting to kind of hear that familiar voice and it's not there and so some of them have just been kind of like a, a downer but I, I really enjoy listening uh, to Kevin Pierce's you know uh, the way that he 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 puts off the audiobooks so uh, good good job on finding him he, he does a really great job. Thank you very much. All right, much. so how can people find you? Go to PrepperRecon.com, and uh, it, uh, all the books are listed on the sidebars there. Uh, like I mentioned before, the free 7-Step Survival Plan, I, I hope that everybody will get that. Maybe you're a seasoned prepper. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe you, you know, you've, you've got it all. Your, your relationship with God's good and, and you're in shape and you got the beans, bullets and band-aids and, and you're, you, you're, you're running the, the envelope system for your budget and, and you, you know everything. But tomorrow is the day that, uh, everything starts to fall apart and, all the people you've been telling that they need to prepare start calling you and emailing you and texting you and Facebooking you. What am I going to do? How do I get prepared? 
Now you've got this resource that you can just forward to them, you know, or you mm. can send them over to PrepperRecon.com to get their own or whatever. So uh, even if you're hyper prepared and and there's no holes in your in your plan whatsoever and you're you're locked down, uh, get it anyway. So you've got it to 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 share with your your friends and family because that day is going to come and you're only one person and you're not going to be able to tell them all and you're not going to have time to write out a seven step plan so uh so get that and if you're if you're 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 unsure you're not sure you got it all locked down then definitely get it read through it and and see what you got to do uh what holes are in your plan and 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 what you need to do to to get prepared because this stuff is coming we, like I said, I, you know, we have just exposed the absolute hypocrisy in this in this country, in the the American Church, in the Republican Party. Nothing's being done about these children that are being murdered every single day, and whatever judgment we had due on us when Obama was in office, it's tenfold now. So mm. get ready for that. God is not going to turn a blind eye to this, and we. We're responsible for it, and we deserve it, and it's coming. Uh, yeah, it's always, um, you know, it's not if but when. I couldn't say, say it better myself. Well, Mark, thanks so much for being a part of the Prepper Website Podcast and this uh, this interview. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Todd. It's, it's, it's been an honor to be on your show. All right. God bless, Mark. All right. Well, that's the, the interview. I hope you enjoyed it. We covered a whole bunch of of information, a lot of topics, and like I said, I really enjoyed it being able to spend time with Mark. Mark, if you're listening, thanks so much, man. Hey guys, if you have a chance, go over to Prepper Recon and uh, you know listen to his podcast, and also uh, you can you know download uh, his you know seven steps, and also you know go to Amazon and check out his books. I, I guarantee you, you'll get into his books. And you'll just want to keep reading them, you know. That's the bad thing is that, you know, eventually they're going to stop. And so, uh, you know, but it's great, great uh, prepper fiction over there with a message and with a lot of information for you. So hopefully uh, I'll be able to, I hope I don't have to wait 100 episodes to be able to interview someone else again. Uh, We'll see how that works out and see when that opens up for me to be able to do that. Because I did enjoy this, I just know that I can't do it every uh, every podcast or even every week. I, I just there's, there would be no way to do that. So hey, thanks so much for listening. If you get a chance, come by the website, drop me a line in one of the comments, and uh, or hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come check out the Facebook group and the email list. Hey, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace. <laughs>